Welcome to Connect Through Beauty 2.0. My name is Ashley Rivera and I am so excited that you are here. I'm Krista Bartik and we are here to help you navigate the challenges and embrace the mistakes that come with this rewarding but demanding industry. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, our goal is to provide you with the knowledge and inspiration you need to help you level up within your career. Consultation starts with greeting your guests, how you walk up front, how you carry yourself and how firm that handshake is. You know, during COVID, we weren't doing these handshakes. So that was a little bit different. However, so weird. It was interesting. (laughs) I'm like, what do I do with my hands? I said, hi. You know, my hands are like on my sides. (laughs) Is it was kind of, I'm a big hugger too. So I want to hug. Yeah, it was terrible. But yeah, it was like, well, I don't feel comfortable shaking your hand, but you know, my hands are going to be on your head for the next four hours. Yeah, but I, it was just such a weird, yeah. weird time. But I think that whole consultation experience starts with greeting your guests, yeah. walking up front, saying, hey, you know, my name is blank, asking how they're doing today, greeting them with a firm handshake, and then welcoming them to your station is going to be the start and kind of set the tone for the whole appointment. So mm-hmm. especially coming up front with a positive attitude and, you know, maybe not a ton of energy to where they're, you're scaring them away, but you know, enough and a warming energy that way, when they sit in your chair, they already feel like they know you I think that right. is super, super important for a new client sitting in the chair, but yeah. starting the consultation, how would you feel in terms of, you know, greeting the guests, bringing them to your chair? Do you have any ways you like to help make your client feel more comfortable? Yeah. So turning them around to face me and getting on their level. So, yeah. So whether that was sitting on the windowsill or if I needed to kneel down or however I could get with them where it was just you and I talking, if this is, Mm -hmm. I'm not through a mirror, you know, I just want to get to know you. Um, That was my vibe. And it just felt real to me. It felt like more relationship. And um, the draping, the draping I always did, like, after the talk, right? So like, let's get now I feel like now we're going to get started. Like now we're going to have this, this um, professional now we're going to do your hair, you know, mm-hmm. I think to have that be like, this is the next step. Now we're going into the next step. That was just my thing. But everyone has their own own way of doing things. Right. And and mm-hmm. I don't know one way is right or wrong. It just it it was what felt right for me was to start yeah. it at their level and to talk in that way. Yeah, I love that. I think the eye level is super important and not talking to them through a mirror because as a client sitting there, I don't feel heard if I'm discussing my hair and my wants and needs through a mirror. This Whereas is they, we're, we're they yeah, wanna... yeah, then they turn around and <laughs> it's just, it's not, it, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't flow well for me. So I do agree yeah. in terms of sitting in front of them or maybe leaning up against the wall pulling up a stool if you have the extra time to bring that over or maybe you keep a stool at your station because you cut with it or color with it I think that is another way to get on that 
eye level with your client and have that conversation. It's Agreed. important for them to feel heard and that's a great way to do it. But going into the consultation, um, there's, you know, certain things I like to say to help kind of guide that conversation because a consultation I do think is super, super important. And a long consultation, I think, is important. However, there is a line where it's kind of like, okay, this consultation is getting a little too long. Mm -hmm. And it's important as a stylist for us to take control of the driver's seat and steer the conversation in the way it needs to go. So I have some clients, you know, they we we like to talk a little bit, Mm -hmm. catch up. But I think it's important to say like, hey, you know, let's um, why don't you tell me that story after I mix up your color? But let's talk about your hair. How has your hair been? That's a big one I like to say for a returning client. However, for a new client, I like to start the conversation in terms of tell me about your hair or what are your hair goals? And that leaves an open-ended question for my client to fill in and get off their chest, whatever they're thinking. What are your thoughts on starting that conversation and preventing the conversation from going too long? No, I love that. I, and I'm a big believer in let's keep it to, to just what we're going to be doing today. We're going to get all business out of the way. And as soon as I'm on the same page as you and we're doing this together, then I want you to tell me all the stories because I'm going to work and I'm just going to listen to everything that you have to say. And I think that's important. I want to give you that focus and that time um, to be able to, to tell me all the stories about the graduation. Mm -hmm the new vacation or the boyfriend or the divorce or whatever it is, right? Yeah. All these I want to hear it, but I'm not going to be in that right frame of mind if it's during at the consultation. Because I yep. have to know what I'm doing. Once I can get that out of the way, then we can talk about whatever. Right. So yes. I think I think that is really, really important and good for your time management. Yes. I think for them, they'll get used to that. They'll get used yeah. to that. Sally you know that we can't talk about this right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but we've all been there. We all have those clients where. (laughs) (laughs) So it's important to steer that conversation in the direction you want it to go. Because again, this consultation, it is important to take the 10 minutes. However, how you use those 10 minutes is very important. (laughs) But how do you, I want to, I want to know, do you write things down and is that how you listen or do you just kind of like actively listen? You're kind of thinking in your mind, you're going through the whole thing or like what, what's your way of getting that communication going? That's a great question. So I don't write things down. I, (laughs) I'm a big writer in terms of like, I love my notebook. I've had this notebook since cosmetology school and I just write everything in it. It's like my brain is just condensed into this booklet. However, I find with the consultation, I write down things of points of topics and conversation I want to hit in the consultation. Mm -hmm. And then I apply that to my client. But my number one rule of thumb is I will not leave that consultation until I feel comfortable and the client feels comfortable with proceeding with the service. So if I find there's maybe something that we talked about, for example, a like the tone of the hair, maybe Mm -hmm. there's something we talked about, but we didn't quite go into depth on it. I will circle the conversation back around that to make sure we're on the same page. So Mm -hmm. I don't write things down, but I do make a point of making sure we hit 
every little thing because I don't want to be foiling my client's hair and being like, oh, do you want a bright face frame? Like, do you like it brighter on here? Like, no, that should have been discussed in the consultation because that's going to help the client feel understood and heard. Definitely. But I do think writing things down can be great if you need help in terms of balancing that. Mm -hmm. I have found over time, it's kind of become a routine with the questions I ask and just going with the flow and the energy of that client that I'm with at that moment. Great. I love that. And yeah, again, I think it goes back to the preference, right? Like everyone, their thing that works for them. And, um, and maybe for someone that's in the beginning of, you know, starting their journey in doing hair and talking with Mm -hmm. clients, maybe that's a good idea to start doing that. If you feel like I need to actively listen, Mm -hmm. this is hard for me to pay attention. So I need to write, you know, at least whatever, you know, important topics down, but, yeah. Um, but yeah. And, and I think actively listening. So mm-hmm. what do you do to make sure that your mind is literally on that person and you're just listening to them because it's very distracting in the salon. Yes. So how do you hone in on just listening to what they have to say? So that's also a great question because it can get very busy in the background and I do have ADHD. So we can go that way. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like we all, we all have ADHD at this point. <laughs> so true. But, you know, making sure that I'm making that eye contact with that client and maybe repeating certain things. So if they are telling me keywords, let's say they're using like bold or um, ashy or you know these key points I'm kind of repeating back to them to help the client know that okay I hear you and I'm listening to what you're saying right now you know a little nodding and a little repeating will kind of help guide it however I see this happen all the time where we tend to they say one thing and we tend to just like you know go over and take over the whole consultation, but I think it's really important to allow your client to get everything out first mm-hmm. and then breaking down the image or breaking down their hair, you know, step by step, because that's going to allow your client to feel like every need was met. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't agree so more. When it comes to that inspiration photo, because nine out of 10 clients nowadays they're not sitting down having a conversation about their hair. They're sitting down and they're showing you this picture off of Instagram or Pinterest. And they're like, can you do this? You know, so it's important to break down that photo. I always recommend breaking it down into three parts. So if you're looking at a picture, I separate the face frame as a part as a whole, because now there's bold face frames or maybe it's skinny up here, gets bold towards the ends, or maybe there's no face frame at all. I think that is a topic of discussion in itself. Then Mm -hmm. also breaking down the roots to mids as one area and then the mids to ends as another. You know, is it dimensional through here? Is it dimensional through the ends? Is it solid? Breaking down that photo after allowing your client to show you the photo and asking them, what do you like about this picture? Why did you show me this? I think that is super, super important for the guest and for your stylist to kind of bridge the gap between these two different worlds because our clients see something totally different than we do. So using that as a guide on where to go, I think is really, really crucial to help 
keep that communication going. But as a client, you know, what are some things that you feel that you can do to kind of help bridge that gap between the communication between stylists and clients? So, right. So like, I think, so in a, in a client perspective, I think you should be Mm -hmm. picking pictures. I think you should bring pictures. I think they are, I mean, what a great way to communicate, especially when you're talking colors. Mm -hmm. Because and my color that we're thinking in our head could be totally different and totally off. And I think when also you're dealing with filters too. Yes. On, so you have like all kinds of things going on. So not not only just pointing out one picture, but bringing in multiple things of multiple different looks that, OK, I like this, but I don't like that. And definitely saying what you don't like, because mm-hmm. I think narrow things down where, you know, you you were thinking I, you know, I really was set on here. But you know what? Now that I look at this, really don't like that. So I think yeah. that that's so important. And um, and I, I know that clients don't know everything that goes into doing mm-hmm. that are out there these days. So being very upfront and explaining how things work and the why behind it is really, really crucial. Absolutely. And I think that leads into pricing as well, because mm-hmm. when we're giving them a quote, you were explaining to them you know, this is what's going to be done today, or this is what is needed to give you that info picture, but explaining the why behind it. It's like when you go and get your car serviced, they just throw a bunch of things at me. They're like, all right, you need your carbon air filter, your oil change, this fluid needs refilling, your rotate and balance. And I'm kind of sitting there like, well, why do I need those things? Right. Why do I need it? So explaining to your client, you know, why they need that root shadow or why they need the treatment, why they need a haircut, is going to help determine the price overall and make it more realistic and help them understand why the ticket is so high or why it's going to cost this or why it's going to take that long today. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Now, pricing, you know, what are some things, because that can be a very uncomfortable conversation. I know sometimes I still get a little choked up over it, saying these numbers out loud. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> But what are some things that help you guide that conversation and lead into that during the consultation? I think you always need to be true to what you're doing. Like, don't mm-hmm. be the be the beauty professional that does the honest thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So don't just charge someone because you want to make extra money that day. Charge yeah. it because you you are the professional, number one. And they they in order to have the look, they need it. Mm-hmm. So if you're honest, you tell them why you believe that you are the professional, you will you will be successful and succeed yep. because people want they want the honest truth. Even if yeah. I can't do what you're asking for today, I'm going to honestly tell you I can't do that today. Your hair is not mm-hmm. going to. I could. But you wouldn't walk out of here with beautiful hair. And that's that's my name on that. And my integrity. Mm-hmm. And and today I want you to have beautiful hair. And this is the way it's going to, you know, X, Y and Z is with what needs to happen. So I yeah. think come from a place of honesty, integrity and showing them the reason behind everything is where mm-hmm. you need to come from. And 
showing them the price if you're in that space it's just that's just the way it is and this is the business mm-hmm. that you, you are the professional and you deserve to offer this price you know yeah. and to have experience for the client you put so much time and effort into everything that you do and i think if if you know you're out there listening and you are struggling with pricing and things like that i want you to think about this from the moment that you wake up that starts the experience of the client. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, you give, your, you give yourself the time that you need. You fill yourself up. You start your routine. You show up to work and you are prepared because you have prepared for how many years, right? Or mm-hmm. for how many months until you start those clients. And all that experience, all that work comes with every client discussing pricing i always toss it in after we've talked about everything so we've discussed what exactly is going to happen we've discussed haircut tone placement treatment whatever went into that consultation i'm starting pricing afterwards it's one of the very last things i do before I mix up the color. It's not the very last thing, but it's pretty close to it. I tell them, okay, so let's talk about how much this is going to cost today. That is a verbiage I like to use to help guide the conversation into that pricing. And it smoothly transitions over to me telling them, you know, everything we talked about and then kind of giving them a price breakdown. But when giving pricing, I always give a range as well because Especially mm-hmm. for a new client, you don't know if you're going to use extra color or That's maybe great. things don't go as planned. So I think giving mm-hmm. that range is going to be really important. And it also lets your client know like, okay, this is the most I'm going to spend and this is the least I'm going to spend. Right. And they appreciate that honesty. So if you tell them, hey, my total today is going to be $350 to $400, they're expecting $400 and they walk up to the front and it's $350 they're good. They're not going to freak out. But if I tell them, Hey, your total today is going to be 350. And then at the bowl, I'm like, okay, you know, we have to do like another treatment or toner. They walk up front and it's $400 that can lead to an unhappy client because that was not discussed in the beginning. So giving that range is super important, but leading into the conversation, let's talk about how much this is going to cost today and being firm with my response. We tend to answer questions with question marks. So they say, yeah, why do I need that root shadow? Well, the root shadow is going to give you like a nice blend. Like that doesn't sound very certain to me. That sounds a little confusing. So I'm making sure I'm ending my statements with or ending my sentences with periods, not question marks. Love it. (laughs) Very good. That's it. But good. Good. Good point. Like that. Yeah, because you don't want to leave things open ended, confusing. It's, you know, it doesn't feel right. It's uncomfortable. Like that's the last thing people want to hear. And on a, at the end of the day, everyone just wants you to tell them the truth. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah, just tell me like it is. And, and I'll be good with it. And you know what? It's on them. You know, this mm-hmm. is, this is what you're bringing to the table. This is what I think you need or I know you need. And, this is how much it's going to cost. Would you like to do that today? Are we proceeding? Mm-hmm. You know, 
that's that's up to them. Yeah. Now, what would you do if a client says no to that price, or maybe they're not comfortable with moving forward? How would you guide that conversation? Yeah, I like that. I mean, I would I would follow up if you want this look. That's yeah. how this is how much it's going to be. This is what it yeah. will take that look. There is no skipping, you know, steps or there's no shortcuts to get there. This is the way mm-hmm. it's going to be. So if you don't want this, then we need to look at a completely different thing. And that's Love it. that's where I would go with that because I think that's again saying I am firm on this is what I believe it will take. Mm-hmm. So. I love that. Yeah. yeah, that's perfect. Especially reiterating, it is not going to look like this photo you showed me today. I'm open to other options. Sure. However, we're going to need to pick, we're going to need to pick a different inspiration photo. For sure. For yeah. sure. You know, going I back to that. Yeah, because I think people, uh, this is, this happens a lot when you do corrective color and mm-hmm. I think People get into this like weird spot with corrective color, unrealistic expectations, all of that stuff. And again, it goes back to honesty and just being upfront. Like if my hair is a level three and I want to be you, mm-hmm. that's unless yeah. you don't want to have hair, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think, I think you do, you have to keep it light. I mean, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's, but you know. It is the truth. And I think being that being that hairstylist with integrity and being prideful in what you do all stems back to that, to the unrealistic expectations. If if some if you can't do something for someone, be honest and say it. Yes. That's I think that's gonna be that's gonna take you miles and miles and miles throughout yep. your career. And I've done that before. I have turned people away. Maybe they weren't booked for a long enough time or maybe their hair just can't handle it. I have told people no. And let me tell you, those clients that I have said no to are some of my most loyal clients ever because they are so grateful that I chose the health of their hair over the money they were going to bring in for that full balayage. Like that right there built so much trust that they are now a client for life because of that. And that I'm so happy you said that because that's what people are scared of and they're scared to lose the client, but you can't, you can't be scared Mm -hmm. to lose. You're going to lose them anyway. You do the, you go ahead and you do what you know you shouldn't do. You're going to lose them anyway. And I think it's better to just not even do it, not go through that hassle and then have all those bad reviews that, you know, Mm -hmm. the person, and whatnot but I think you know just saying it's it's, this is an unrealistic expectation and but we can do we can do so much more and here let's go let's go through the options yeah I love that and that leads a whole nother conversation as well because knowing when a client is a good fit or not there's going to be clients that sit in your chair that maybe they're asking for something you're not comfortable with, or maybe the client has unrealistic expectations. And no matter how much you try and lower them, they're not meeting you. It's important to know it's okay to not proceed with that service. I have, you know, there's a term firing a client. I have done that before. It's something we've all been through. And it's not that I didn't want to do that service or I didn't want to proceed with that service. But it's knowing that no matter what I do or what I say, I cannot make this client happy. And 
it would just save you time and money in the long run by just turning them away in the first place and directing them to someone else. Right. And it also saves on you and your energy. Oh my gosh. It's just, I, before I would, I would, I didn't do it often. I think I may have done it to two people in my whole, in my whole career, but I would dread I mean, it would, it would take the whole day out of me just to mm-hmm. about this person coming in the door. And that's not, that's not why we got into this business, you know? And, and I think some, that's, that is a whole other conversation. I, I, and we'll get into that. <laughs> I would say, I'm like, just writing that oh. down. <laughs> that's a whole, thing. but you know, again, going back to who you are as a service provider, stay true to you, have the integrity, the honesty, and to know when, you know, I'm just not going to, I'm not the one for you. Today, it seems like I can't make you happy, but I bet you there's someone out there that can, you know, and, and that's, that's okay to say. And that is something that is done within the consultation. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when you go through all these things and you kind of, have that feeling. I always say trust your intuition because your gut will tell you. That's you'll true. you'll know when a client is maybe a not a good fit for you or you know it's not going to go in the right direction. And when to do that in that consultation would kind of be after discussing their goals for their hair or maybe after discussing like pricing a little bit. If you feel like it's not a good fit, that is a time to discuss that. But yeah. um wrapping up the consultation, because I do feel it is important when moving forward into the service, there is a, there is a period where you go from, you know, talking about the hair and the pricing to actually like starting the service. When it comes to ending the consultation, I usually recommend to anybody listening or any um, assistance, I would recommend going through a list of everything you talked about, because a 10 minute consultation, it's a lot tone, Mm -hmm. placement, pricing, it's a lot of information to digest. So giving them like a bullet point description of everything you talked about and then getting the okay from the client to make sure you guys are on the same page before moving forward, I think is probably the most important part of the consultation. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I can't, I can't agree more. That's a space where they can say, you know what? actually, I don't, you know, I don't think I wanted it to be like that. Or, you know, great way to be on the same page to know that you're on the same page. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's something where let's say if they don't feel comfortable moving forward, I ask myself, where did I go wrong in that consultation? Or Mm -hmm. is there an area where I skipped over a little too quickly that I should have been slowing down on? So kind of going back up, on my bullet list of things I wanted to check off during the consultation, going back up and then starting back down and then making sure we're on the same page before moving forward. It's Ashley Rivera. I just wanted to let you know about Canvas Me. Have you guys heard of this platform yet? 
Oh my goodness, talk about a game changer. If you are a salon owner and you have trouble recruiting, this is the platform for you. So go to canvasme.com right now, sign up today. You will not regret it. The people that I recruit on this platform are incredible. They are our people. Every salon has its own culture. And guys, you as a salon professional out there, you're looking for a salon to join. This is the platform to join too because now you can look for your home, your place, the atmosphere, the environment that you want and you've been always envisioning. So guys, check it out right now, canvasme.com. You won't regret it.